Welcome to Podcast 3, where we have carrot cake muffins. We're a little bit delayed, uh, so this doesn't get uploaded until Monday evening, but we're here. And how did you make these? Um, a little bit untra- of an untraditional process, but I mixed flour, sugar, cinnamon, baking powder, baking soda, salt in one bowl, and then eggs, carrots, vanilla, <laughs> more brown sugar, I think that's it, in another bowl, and then mix them together, and that's it. Something about the proportions is, uh, you know, you don't quite realize how much a cup of sugar is. It's just a mound of sugar, and it's like hard to believe like all that goes into just one batch of muffins. Plus a third of brown sugar. Yeah, and on top of that. So this is probably more like a cookie texture, I'm guessing, just because of all that, like, caramelization that probably has gone on. Um, And then it only required, like, two carrots, two raw carrots worth, Uh which ended up being two cups. So carrots like this big, two of them just make uh, enough for these. I made uh, Ryan grate the carrots this time. Yeah, so I felt felt like I did something. Zest oranges. Mm Mm-hmm. So presentation, uh, they kind of look just as um, were shown in the recipe online. I think well, kind of a little greasy on the bottom, but uh, I like it. What? It's just like sweaty. <laughs> sweaty. Um, I think it's just because they're just out of the oven, maybe. But yeah, they are a little greasy. I mean, it was a half a cup of oil in there. Oh, wow. So, so presentation, I'll give a seven. I like the top. The top is pretty much a, a carrot cake cookie, yeah. which we've made before, right? Mm-hmm. They look nice inside. That's like a cinnamon sugar flavor you get. I taste the skin of the carrot. I think it should have been peeled. That wasn't my <laughs> wasn't my part of the job, so. <laughs> yeah, I took them. Um, I don't know how you Responsibility for that. It's like I'm biting into a raw carrot. Mm. And I think I got a... Ooh! I got another baking soda hit. Why does this keep happening? <laughs> I don't I, know. I whisk it, like, very... Thoroughly? Thoroughly. I don't know. Time for a new baking soda, maybe. Yeah. Well, what happens when it expires? I don't know. It's time to get a new baking soda. But they said to replace it, like, every, what, two months? I feel like that's too short. Two months? How long does baking soda stay in the cabinet for? Well, I guess that's the one that, like, you're supposed to put the baking soda in the fridge to keep your fridge fresh. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So maybe that's what they mean when they say two months. But that baking soda is oh. pretty old, so. Okay. Maybe I should replace it. Anyways. So replacing baking soda has nothing to do with... It's the one in the fridge. Okay. That makes sense now. It's just to keep your fridge fresh. That's just how uneducated I am in the, in the kitchen. So. Anyways. Oh, it's just like battery acid. Oh my goodness. <laughs> What's going on? Oh. Why do you always get it too? Don't get this to work. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it literally just tasted like I, I licked a 9 volt battery. To tell you. 
So, uh, taste? <laughs> taste score? <laughs> Four? <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> they're good, though. Yeah, they're good. Without the battery acid, they're good. They say they taste cinnamon sugar. <coughs> That's the primary flavor I'm getting out of these. Occasionally, I'll get, like, the raw carrot skin, which, um, that's my fault, so I'll take the blame. I need some water. Goodness. I left my water all the way over there. I'm not going to go get it. So, um, how's your life going? Your life's gone. My life is not great right now. Okay. Well, now you're gonna leave everybody on edge. I'm not gonna talk about it here. Okay. Another time. So, um, how was your run today? Or yesterday? My run? It was alright. Um, it's the day after a race, so. Oh, tell them about the race. Oh gosh, it was awful. <laughs> we did a 5k race, um, here in, like, where was it? India Atlantic. India Atlantic. It was at 5 p.m. It was 82 degrees with a 68% 68 degree dew point. 68 degree dew point. It was so awful. Like, I wanted to hold, like, 625 pace. Anyways, I went out at 620. My next mile was, like, 645. And then the next mile was 7:19, so that just tells you how how awful it was. But it was it was very hot. The sun was high and on on your back the whole time, mm-hmm. and it was it was a scorcher. Yeah, I think 82 Fahrenheit uh, temperature and then a 68 dew point takes probably 45 seconds off your 5k. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did like a little conversion tool and it says that uh the pace you ran at should have been adjusted to like or that your goal pace should have been adjusted to like 645 instead of 625 Mm. per mile so that's that's a minute right there Mm. um and for me like i wanted to run around 515 pace and i ended up running 523 pace that's not a big difference and so the conversion said um 523 pace in this weather would be like 510 pace in ideal conditions. I'm confident I'm in shape to run low 16s at the moment, so I'm just going to train how I've always been doing this season and hopefully go to nationals. Yeah. I'm going to take my time on this one. It's like Minesweeper. <laughs> yeah, you don't know you're going to hit a, a bomb. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> But you're racing Ghost of Gecko. What are your predictions for that one? I really struggle with these night races. Um, I'm used to running in the morning, so running at 5 p.m. is not ideal for me. I'm hoping it's a little bit of cooler weather than it was on Saturday. Um, and we'll see. I might go out a little slower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not 6.20 pace. How many afternoon runs have you done this year in 2022? I like two. Probably two. Mm. I just don't enjoy it. I never feel good. 
I'm quite the opposite. My favorite time to run is like 5.30 p.m., but um, I think this year the majority of my runs have been before 8 a.m., and I just don't want to run that time, but I'm kind of forced to for morning practice and the workouts, and then, you know, there's twice a week where I get to run at 4 p.m., but so far in Florida, 4 p.m. is pretty much... um, a death march yeah. in the sauna, so yeah, that's always fun. All right, so your favorite board game? Uh, and you you had just discussed this like two days ago, so what? Your favorite board game? I did. Yeah. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. What about Candyland? Oh, I like Candyland. I haven't played Candyland in so long. Uh. I used to like uh, Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played that a few times. Hungry Hungry Hippo. No, I never played that one. <laughs> what about the one where um, you are like a doctor and you have to Operation. Operation. I played uh, that. Connect yeah. Four. Connect, yeah, Connect Four is like tic tac toe. You just you can. Uh, it's all about planning moves in advance. I remember when uh, people used to have like garage sales. I don't know if they still do. Like they used to have them a lot. Like as like when I was a kid around my development, we would go to them and buy all the board games mm-hmm. from them. And um, yeah, I, I don't like Monopoly. <laughs> it gives me anxiety. I just get really anxious during it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like what is the one with like the mines. Minesweeper. It's Minesweeper. Yeah. I don't like that one. <clears throat> so. I was curious when Danielle had told me uh, one of her favorite games to play on the computer was Diner Dash, where you play as a waitress running around serving tables. And I I questioned her. I was like, you know, how is that an appealing game to you? But Monopoly causes anxiety. I played Diner Dash, like, for the first time, I think, last year or something, and that is a stress-ridden game. There is stress all over the place. You're constant, constantly anxious. Yeah, it so does get, it, it begs does. the question. Why? My favorite computer game is not Diner Dash. <laughs> well, not your favorite, but you do enjoy that game. I do, yeah. And how is it that that doesn't give you elevated it stress? It does. I mean, it does. <laughs> Monopoly is like a different type of stress. It's just like I don't, I don't like to lose. <laughs> and, um, I don't think I'm very good at Monopoly, <laughs> or I just don't, I don't I know. I mean, there it's, is a lot of luck. It's a lot of luck, and I don't like that, because it's, like, out of my control type of thing. Oh. Diner Dash feels more in my control. Like, if I, I see. can't feed all the um, customers, like, that's my fault. <laughs> oh, I see. But So you're you're dreading the unknown and the unpredictable yeah, it's like, rather than... Yeah. I see. Rummy 500, like, I know I'm good at, so... There's yeah. a bit of control there. It is kind of luck, too, but... And for the record, that's, like, one of the only games we play. It's <laughs> because she is better than me at that game. Uh, I just know I'm good at it, so... I No, I'm not better. I just know how to... I know strategies that you... you yeah, know, I mean, I never played the game before I met you, so... Yeah. Um, but, like, that's my favorite game. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind losing in that game, though. Which mm-hmm. is weird. <laughs> well, the last time we played... 
I set a personal record, and I think it's a record for both of us. I was just in disbelief that you got that many points. I really didn't think you could get that many points in one round. I got like 245 or something. And then when you double-checked, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I really thought you were like really angry at me. So the no. last round, I was just like kind of backed off a little bit. And you came back. You came back won. from that. Yeah. I still won. <laughs> so, there. You, what, what really bothers me, more than losing... Is Danielle in the middle of the game will say, "Ah, oh, I have a terrible hand. This is a totally bad move," and she ends up getting like a hundred more points than me. Mm. She downplays. That's a lot of luck. A lot. Like that's I I dislike that more than <laughs> actually losing. Right. How about ping pong? I I I like ping pong, but Ryan, it's almost impossible to have a game with Ryan because he will just spike it and then it just <laughs> goes. I don't know what you do. You do like the no. I put backspin. Backspin on it. Backspin that's, on it. I like, what am I gonna like? That's just for fun. It just doesn't give me any chance. And then it's like, okay, you win, you win, you win, you win, you win. Oh. I lose. That's not fun. Same thing with tennis. Tennis is more evenly matched, I think. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we haven't we haven't played in a while, so we'll play we'll play tennis this week and update uh, on the score of that. When we play. What's your other favorite sport besides running? Um, what's my favorite sport to, to play? Mm. Hide and seek. I don't really like hide and seek. Again, that gives me anxiety. That's scary. That's more scary. Scary. Like I'm just so I'm petrified of like getting found. Like huh. if you're hiding. Okay. You're like oh my god, I'm so scared. Someone's gonna come and hurt me. For you? It's me and you play all Okay. Where are we going to hide in this apartment? In, in, in the box. In the box, yeah. Okay. Well, we played this game, and I think this is uh, fun for everybody, is you take a random object like this. Oh, yeah. And you, you hide it, and then the other person has, like, a day to find it. We did, like, and an orange. you can put it anywhere. What did we do, like, an orange piece of paper? Yeah, an, or- an orange piece of paper, yeah. And you had to find it. I think I couldn't find it, right? Yeah, and I couldn't find yours either. Oh, you did. Or no, I accidentally found, found it. it. I wasn't meaning it, to. Oh yeah, because it like fell off. I had yeah. taped somewhere or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was. That is a fun game to play. Yeah, so you just like tape it in the air vent or something. Mine was just under the chair. Oh right, yeah. Yours is in the closet. Mm-hmm. You missed Tucson. No. Does anybody know we lived in Tucson? We lived in Tucson for like three, five months. Five months. Five months. Yeah. So what did you think of it? We did not like it at all. I did not like it. Oops. Um. Yeah. It was just. First of all, it was during COVID, which sucked. Anywhere during COVID is bad. So that just made it bad. But I mean, there's no like dirt paths to run on that are Mm -hmm. flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lived kind of like on a road that was highly populated with homeless people, so uh, they were just, well, I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about homeless people, but it just made the area less homey. Well, it was unsafe. We yeah, had it was three just things stolen from us. <laughs> yeah, my car was broken into, like, it was just not a good time. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, Ryan's um, trailer got stolen. <laughs> yeah, so the, the goal was to do stargazing in Tucson because originally we were in Wyoming. And we're like, oh, since people don't really stargaze in the winter in Jackson Hole, might as well go someplace warm in Tucson. So we brought the telescope down there and thinking we could do programs. And it sounded like a great idea. I got in contact with several hotels and they all seemed game for it. But I just sat there and waited for a phone call back after calling, I don't know, 40 different hotels. And like one responded. I did one program the whole time. Yeah. And that was a waste of money. So... I was I was pretty much unemployed for five months and it was going out of my head. That's like a learning experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the what happened one month living there, the trailer which had the telescope in it got stolen. We never recovered the telescope. I have no idea where it is to this day. We got the trailer back, and the police found whoever stole it, and that's all I know. We got the trailer back. It was empty, but we had to replace pretty much everything, including the trailer, um, and it set us back like four thousand dollars, not including the telescope. <laughs> the telescope was like ten grand, but at least we had insurance. The, the stargazing organization. Yeah. I did get some good runs in. Uh, I took a trip to San Diego. I took a trip. We t- we took a trip to the Grand Canyon, Oregon, Las Vegas. Oh, no. Well, Oregon was Oregon before Wyoming, yeah. Arizona, yeah. Um, and we went up Mount Lemmon, and we saw Paul, our friend, and at least the weather was beautiful all the time. Tucson in the winter is gorgeous. It's no humidity. The warmest it gets is yeah. like. 80, and then it gets like to be like 50 in the morning. morning. Yeah. Because yeah. the half marathon I did, I remember it was like perfect. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely perfect. And it doesn't rain in Tucson. We had we had one snowstorm, which is like the first time it happened oh, yeah. in 11 years. And then I think it rained one other time in December. Yeah. It, it, Arizona, well, Tucson in particular, receives so little rain that they don't have a sewer system. There's barely any drainage on the oh, roads. Yeah. yeah. So. You did your weather balloon there. Right. That yeah. Did another good achievement. Mm-hmm. First time sending up a weather balloon with a GoPro. And I got to do it again this year. So I'm two for two. <laughs> uh, what What's your favorite place to live in in the United States? Uh, well, I really enjoy Florida. I don't, again, I don't know if it's because of it's Florida or if it's because we just have friends and, like, a running community here. I imagine if, because I really love Oregon, so I wonder if the same community was in Oregon. Like, it would be even better. Mm-hmm. We, better met, we met some runners in Portland when we went mm. on that trail run. Yeah. Leaf Erickson Trail. Yeah, uh, and I like Colorado, like parts of Colorado are really, really beautiful, um, so probably one of those three, I mean, there's so many states I haven't been to yet, so 
I really like I can't You only have like 12 left. Yeah. And most of them are... What? Actually, no, that's a lie. But yeah, uh, I'd probably say Florida, Colorado, and Oregon are like my favorites so far. Mm-hmm. And you like Nebraska too, right? No. <laughs> Nebraska is my least favorite uh, state. Why? It's just... When you drive through it, it's so boring. It's all cornfields and dairy farms, and it's like kind of traumatizing to see all the poor cows uh, lining up, you know, to get. <laughs> What's it smell like? It smells like poop. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout the whole state, I hate it. Mm-hmm. The only state I have yet to visit is Alaska, and I hope there will soon. I want to see some moose. I, I mean, I've seen we've seen moose in Wyoming, but um, yeah, we've seen moose in Wyoming, and they're pretty common out in Jackson. There was this one time I was doing a trail run up Rendezvous, and I was running hard as a timed effort, and about halfway up, I saw a lady, and she's like, "Oh, there's a moose up ahead." I'm like, sure, it'll be probably in the distance. But no, like, 30 seconds later, I was face-to-face with the moose. It was 10 feet away from me. And I was just like, come on, get out of the way. I need to go. But um, Alaska probably is more wild than that, I would imagine. So what what is your favorite place to live in, then? Wyoming? Mm, I'm split between Florida and Wyoming. Like, if I had to choose mountains or the beach, I'm going to choose the beach. Yeah, you like the ocean yeah um there's way more to do in the mountains but um for half of the year it is just unbearably cold and i'd much rather have uh extreme hot than extreme cold mm-hmm. um i can be in shorts every day of the year here so i'll take that over wearing a coat mm-hmm. what country do you want to visit again Again? Or what country do you want? Because I know your answer. I mean, I haven't been to many countries besides the United States and Spain. Yeah. So to go again, they'll lose you one That only leaves me with one option. Yeah, I meant to to say just what country was I going to go to. I mean, so many. Like, uh, I'd like to go to Peru, um, Australia. Italy, mm. Iceland, mm, Norway. Yeah, Norway. Norway. Uh, I'm going. I think I might go to Canada next year, which I really want to go. To go so. Mm-hmm. There's some top ones. Yeah, Norway, Italy, and Iceland are on mine, as well as Australia. Um, my number one though is Kenya, and then after that's Madagascar. And, like, I have to go to both of those. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. What's your least favorite country? Least favorite country? Yeah, one country you're just North like, you'll Korea. never... Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, uh, after well, all the horror stories he's told me about North Korea, yeah. I'd rather stay, stay far, far away. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather... I think I'd rather take my chances in, like, 
Russia. Iran or <laughs> Afghanistan or oh, Syria. Yeah. Then North Korea. Because yeah. like you could reason, I feel like with people who are you know bona fide terrorists, you could kind of like reason with them. But North Korea is just like a totally different place. Yeah, and I feel it. Like, yeah, I feel like once you start hearing more about the truths of North Korea uh, and countries like that, like you become so so grateful for where you live. Mm-hmm. Like we are obviously so lucky to live here. Yeah, I was. To other countries. I was watching a YouTube video um, about the toxic waste dumps in Ghana, and so there's just so much electronic waste that just gets dumped there from all different all different countries and people work there people work in the dump setting computers on fire to extract copper to go sell it for pennies Mm -hmm. and that's how they make a living just breathing in toxic fumes which just takes years off your life Mm -hmm. and they live there like they, they raise families in a in black smoke from the fire of this garbage that reminds me of uh, we should talk about next week uh, fast fashion and like the companies like Shein oh I don't know anything about that I mean I would like to know more I just know very surface level stuff but it's actually horrifying like Mm. uh, like child labor and the workers yeah they make like it's like three something per three P pence pence Per garment or something, or like per hour, whatever it is, I don't know. It's something absolutely ridiculous, mm-hmm. and that's what we should talk about next week. Yeah, like I'm very grateful for everything I have. Yeah, I can eat every day. You have access to internet. Yeah, like I think it's. I think there's a statistic that says. Most people, so that's greater than 50% of the world, do not have access to indoor plumbing. How many? I think it's greater than 50% do not have access to indoor plumbing. That's alarming. Yeah. Wow. Another thing um, that reminded me, like, greater than 50%, and uh, the channel I watch, Vsauce, the host, Michael Stevens, this is his most interesting fact that he's learned is that of all the people that have ever died, most of them have died from malaria. That's how deadly that is. Like, it's not, it's not the Black Plague, it's not starvation, it's not, you know... I'm telling you, those mosquitoes. Suicide. It's mosquitoes. <laughs> mosquitoes. My worst nightmare. Yeah. Feed on humans so much. So. At one point, like... A few weeks ago, I had over 40 mosquito bites on my legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's one. That's one like downside of Florida is like you have to share Florida with a lot of different animals. Yeah. Most of which Our dogs. Don't, yeah. <laughs> aren't pretty like elk and bunnies. <laughs> it's no, like crocs and fleas <laughs> and gnats and little uh, lizard things. The lizards are fun. Snails. Oh, yeah, I like the snails. Uh, but, uh... Fire I, ants. Oh, yeah, yeah, fire ants, roaches, snakes. What were those, the other bug that was biting me? I forgot they were sea. They're called no-seams. no-seams. And I just learned that from they, one of my kids in school. That's, what was that, your 
uh, triathlon that ate me up. Oh. Mm-hmm. All over my arms and legs. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if those were mosquitoes or if they were partially mosquitoes and partially mosquitoes. Yeah, you know what I found in my classroom today? No. And luckily it was just only one. But I think what's even grosser than a cockroach is a silverfish. I don't know what they're, that is. they're called silverfish, and these like these slender, shiny silver bugs with like ten different legs and huge antenna. And they're just so like How did you know what it was? I looked it up before. Ew. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So if you're curious, look up silverfish, and that oh, you never God. want to see that thing. Okay, did it bite you? No, they're just like. <laughs> oh God. It's a sign of like uncleanliness. So. Uh, <laughs> get the janitor in there. Yeah, I, the school is pristine. Otherwise, like I was, I was shocked to see one because they take really good care of the school. Where I'm at. gross topic. Bugs. <laughs> Bugs. Cockroaches. Yeah. That's another thing we had in Tucson. Cockroaches, remember? Oh, sewer roaches. Oh. Yeah. They would come out of the drain oh. in the sink. So you had to make sure all of your drains were closed because they'd come out of the sinks. And you would hear them walking on the they floor. They were big ones, yeah. They were like <laughs> that. We would be like lying in bed and all of a sudden you would... Yeah, it was nasty. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and another thing to do the train. Oh, the train. Yeah, we, we lived, lived right by. We pretty much lived track. on the train tracks. <laughs> so at 3 a.m., 12 a.m., it's like, do the sound. <laughs> and the, what was annoying is the train didn't just like come through at 40 miles an hour. It came through at four miles yeah. an hour. So you heard the, the horn for like ten minutes straight. It was like beep, beep. And there were other times it would just stop. Yeah. While traffic was waiting. Yeah. In the middle of the road. Oh, so oh, so that nice. Tucson, like it's great, but no, it's not so really that great. <laughs> Alright. Um, that's it for today. We'll see you next week. And I'll give you an update on the tennis tennis score. Okay, bye.